Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports industry, I want to continue to find ways to give back. Give back to individuals that want to get in this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the clubhousecareers.com. It's crazy. It's season four already. I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path. We're going to discuss three key topics that are currently in this industry, three hustle hot seat questions, and three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now, under our guests this week. In this business, it doesn't matter what product you're selling or what sport you're leading. It's all about the people and process. Our next guest has not only sold and led quite a few teams, but was also very focused on strategy and development. I'm excited to have AJ Machowski, SVP of New Sales with Playfly Sports. AJ, welcome to the show. Appreciate it, Travis. AJ, excited to have you and certainly talk shop. Let's kick it off where we started. As important as people and process are, you also spend a lot of time focused on strategy and development. Why is all of those areas so important in being successful in this business? I think it's really important to always evaluate the why and understand that. So for me, it can help motivate. It can allow you to really identify priorities and how you're going to go through a process. Like we all have a lot going on in business, but the strategy and development allows you to really take a step back and say, okay, why are we doing this? How are we going to do this? And what do we need in order to be successful? I always like to lead with success. So that's that's why strategy and development is the big key on my end. And I love that, you know, the, the why factor, right? Like the, what is your why both personally and professionally? And that, that leads a long way. And, you know, as, as you're currently embarked with Playfly, it's a leading sports marketing and media company, bringing in an innovative, digitally enabled approach and turnkey solutions to the growing collegiate and pro sports sectors. In your current role at Playfly Sports, you're in charge of new business, both from an acquisition standpoint, as well as driving revenue. Give the listeners a glimpse and, and I know the easiest answer is no day is the same but what what does that day for AJ look like yeah I, I wish I had a map it would make it much <laughs> easier to be able to do that yeah I think it's always like what can we do to move the business forward each day I think that's where we start so you know at Playfly one of our strengths is actually defragmentizing or defragmenting um a, a landscape that is really fragmented and how do you build a fan engagement across the board so when we look at better business results for brands and for teams my day is figuring out how we can be a consultant to solve the problems that teams are looking to, uh, that they're facing and, and how we can really help do that and support their organization. So for me, it's, it's bouncing from team to team to, to working with all the various business units that we have to, to finding what success looks like. Absolutely. And, you know, certainly Playfly Sports has certainly make, made a big splash over the last couple of years from an acquisition standpoint. And, you know, it doesn't seem like a day goes by on LinkedIn that you're seeing something, whether it's a posting for a job or an opportunity. AJ, what's your elevator pitch for Playfly? So our belief system is that we believe in fandom as a service. So our whole custom platform is how do you reach, how do you engage, how do you monetize and how do you measure fans? And quite frankly, we think we do it better than anybody else. It's it's our teams, it's our people, it's the businesses that we're involved in, it's the technology, it's how we invest. It's focusing on how do we reach, engage, monetize, and measure fans. So at the end of the day, if a team or a property is looking to be able to do that or a brand wants to have that kind of fan engagement, we're the best fit to connect. So fandom as a service is really our mantra. No, that's awesome. And it, it all starts and stops with fans and, and people like you talked about. So going back to the beginning for you, AJ, 
you grow up in Michigan, you go to Eastern Michigan for undergrad and then Ohio University where you received an MBA in sports administration. And you got into sales right away in the collegiate space with CBS Sports Properties and IMG. And looking back, and as you think back to when you first got into this business, what did you do early on in your career to help you have so much success? Yeah, I think it's about having grit and really desire to push yourself. Um, one thing I tried to do early on was figure out what I'm good at. And I think my my strength and, and passion is about building things. I usually use other four-letter words to describe building what it is. <laughs> but like it's figuring out the process and the strategy and the approach and giving yourself a narrative and a story to go forward with. So it's all about how you position things and create it. So for me, what led to that success was really understanding how my style is different and how I want to approach things, but it's having the same passion and going about doing that every way. I mean, from startups to established brands to brands that wanted to be established, I've kind of worked across all of that. And it's really been what keeps it in common is having that that storytelling narrative um, is really being the core with grit. No, absolutely. And as you as you think back to your career, and you know, after selling at a high level, you transitioned into leadership first with several IMG college properties for a few years, then to Vivid Seats for four and a half years. And what ultimately drew you down kind of the leadership route? I, I like to learn and I like to push others. So doing the same thing that we've always done is not something that really intrigues me. So going back to wanting to build. So the, the lather, rinse and repeat process is is not something that excites me every day um but the chance to kind of really build and, and do something bigger so like the biggest compliment i can get is from a, a colleague or a former client that wants to do business with me again kind of aj incorporated because of how i approach things so it's really about people so being on the leadership side to help bring others i think you might have a hiring mentality of can you hire me in two years or five years down the road and giving them what they need to be successful. That's what I had great bosses that helped provide that for me. So that really stimulated my interest in, in the leadership side. You know, many of our listeners are, are either people that are that are in the business that want to get into to leadership or continue to sell at a high level or, or current leaders as well that want to continue to evolve. And what's your advice to no matter who it is out there, you kind of mentioned like just always be learning, but like, especially when you become a leader, why is it even more important to always be learning and growing and evolving? Yeah, I, I think if you're not moving forward, you're actually going backwards because everybody else is. So you need to set yourself up for success, but more importantly, your team, because you can't do this alone. So for me, I think that's the, the the biggest piece of trying to define what success is. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you also mentioned just kind of the value of people. And we've kind of hit on the value of people throughout this entire podcast. But as you think about people, and you know, I've always said like people lead, money and title responsibility follow. What's your advice to those people out there that are either are looking to get in this business or that are in this business, but maybe another job has approached them? What's the most valuable thing that they should be looking at? I think it's actually look at the people that you're going to be working with. You're going to spend more time with those people than you might your family at certain times. So understand what the expectations are from them is, is where I would first start. You know, the roles can can be job crafted and can be developed over time. It's really the people and the story that you want to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And AJ, you spend you know almost five years then, you know, post vivid seats at tailgate guys, including several roles as the CRO. And what do you feel like you did from not only a revenue standpoint, but also leadership to continue to grow your responsibilities kind of in every step you've been at? 
So I, I mentioned it before, but like every project or every year start with what success looks like. Like it's defined what those goals are. How do you want to get there? And then really work backwards in the process and the strategy and the narrative that you need in order to be able to get there. Like put those guardrails up and then you work like hell to go after it. And it's, it's setting expectations. So for me, it was always working um, to set big goals and, and really be aggressive to go towards them. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, AJ Machowski, SVP of New Sales with Playfly Sports. And AJ, we could certainly talk about your career for hours, uh, but I really want to get in these three hot topics. So starting with question one, you're in the Midwest, but you have projects all across the country that you assist with. And what's your advice on being able to lead teams, not only from afar, but but to ensure that everyone is still efficient and effective? Look, I think in the, the world we live in today, um, being remote is is kind of the way it is. Um, I go back to the why and then really try to set the why we're doing something and then the how we can do it, but then really let the team run with it and not micromanage. Like for me in, in building the teams is you want them to know that I'm always here for a resource and the only way you'll ever get in trouble is if you don't ask for help if you need it. Yep. So that's really where I think I can help and, and focus on lead from the front, but know that I'm always alongside them helping to push and, and be more creative in how we do that. And the expectation is success. So there's not a role that I wouldn't do. And it means that also isn't a role that I wouldn't ask somebody else to do on the team. As long as we know why we're doing it, I think we're all going in the right direction. And I think one key piece of advice you mentioned there is don't be afraid to ask, right? No matter what you're in, no matter what you're doing, don't be afraid to ask. And it doesn't always have to be asking a leader. It could be asking a peer. It could be asking one of your team members. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, we have so many great people um, at Playfly and all the roles and places that I've been in the past. Like let's use their experience. It's, it's actually our fault if we fail, if we don't ask for help. And I think that's, that's something that we really want to strive that it's actually okay to fail. You just can't make the same mistake twice. Right. Are you learning from it? Absolutely. Question two, Playfly Sports continues to make acquisitions on a consistent basis, and you're certainly heavily involved in that part of the process. What all goes into like a pre and then a during and then a post acquisition timeframe? Yeah, I would say at Playfly, um, our chief strategy officer, Jeff Kalen, and, and really our senior executive team, Mike Schreiber and Craig Sloan and beyond, like they're doing the yeoman's work of evaluating it. I'm really heavily involved in as we have the business acquired, how do we integrate and move it forward? But like leading up to all of the deals 
it's really about how do you evaluate an emerging business that can impact that reach, that engagement, that monetization or measurement of fans. So we're always looking at tech and innovation in everything that we do. So when evaluating like many of the landscapes we're heavily involved in, college, RSNs, they're in periods that are in drastic change right now. So can we find businesses or organizations or people that can help us look to the future, bring something new to the table and really look to drive those new revenue streams? And then probably the most important part is actually understanding the core values of the business and the people that are in those new organizations. Uh, we kind of have five core values here at Playfly. It's people, it's innovation, it's partnership, it's empathy, and it's results. It's Piper, as we call it. Those things, that's how we evaluate our employees. It's how we evaluate, should we be involved in this business? Should we be involved in a direction? So that's really what we look for is if we don't tick off all of those marks, then we can probably move on to another opportunity. So that's really what we look for kind of leading up to it. And then post acquisition is how do we level up the business? How do we, with additional resources and thought and strategy and development, that's how we can help move it forward. No, that's awesome. And and certainly a lot that goes into it uh, and, and very granular as well. Question three, AJ, there's always talk about building your own brand. And in many ways, if you think about your own brand, a lot of those similarities go into that, into helping build a company brand, which is key to selling. Why do you feel like branding is so important for the individual? Yeah, I mean, the reason why brands build um, themselves up and really focus on that is it helps you create something that can control your story. It'll help you differentiate and it'll give you a reputation. That's the exact same thing that you should be able to do with your own personal brand, because you're going to be using that in relationships, in work, in your personal life across the board. So looking at how you can do that, it will open up new opportunities and it'll help guide your career growth. I would say every job that I've ever had has actually been influenced by other people. It's not been myself seeking things out or trying to do something different. It's my network and people that knew, you know, who I am and, and what I stand for saying, you know what, I think you'd be perfect with this. You should meet so-and-so and talk to them. Yep. Absolutely. Well, AJ, what a great career you've had. As you think back, what's been your best memory? I'd love to say it was like a big deal that I did or something that was really complicated, but like my first core memory was actually slinging rubber chickens across the basketball court at Eastern Michigan uh, as an intern, I think I was a sophomore in college and saying, you know what, this sports marketing thing is fun. Maybe I should get into it. Um, engaged brands and tied on a restaurant partner and <laughs> got really good with a slingshot. So, you know, that was that this should be fun at the end of the day. Um, we're helping fans, fanatics have an incredible experience. If we boil it down to it, it, it actually makes it much more simple than it is. Yeah. To, to your point, having fun, having that passion for it and being able to enjoy that journey. And so AJ, certainly this has been awesome. And to close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seats. You ready for this? Let's go. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, the answer is sandwich. So, so many options, so many condiments. <laughs> if you know me, that that's important. So if I actually have a good day or a bad day at work, I'll tell my wife, it's like, you know what? We should go get a sandwich. <laughs> Just in general. If you, if a movie was made about your life, who would, who would you want to play you? So my wife and I were actually talking about something like this the other day. and It's not who I would think, but who she would think. Um, and I can't really say it's wrong, but Adam Sandler, just 
doesn't take himself very seriously, um, but has a good time. So I think that has to be my answer. Love it. What's the last thing you've completed on your bucket list? So for me, I have an experience bucket list. So it's going to events, it's going and, you know, creating things for family and friends. So I love to golf. So actually doing a bucket list with, with a bunch of old buddies from high school uh, and play golf at Bandon Dunes um, in February. So trying to take off the, the golf bucket list was the most recent, but it, my bucket list is also doing that for um, other people. So my wife, her sister, and uh, the, you know, my niece went to Taylor Swift. So being able to create that experience for them that I didn't go to, like, that's why we're in sports, giving them a chance to be able to do that. Absolutely. Well, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you would give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Sure. So keep it simple. So you said, what are the three key takeaways? I don't think people are capable of doing more than three things at any given time. So always simplify your story would probably be the first. The second is is probably develop your own style. Um, In sales, you can have people that are very forward and aggressive. You can have people that are sarcastic. You can have people that are laid back. It's having your own style and being good at it and leaning into it is probably the key. And then the last is, is being direct and honest. For me, even tough conversations need to be had, even if you're giving really bad news. So it'll pay off in relationships down the road if you're just direct and honest versus trying to avoid a difficult conversation. I think those are probably the big three. That's awesome. Well, AJ, thank you so much. Pleasure talking to you, and I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate it. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.